What's up, you guys? I hope you're having an amazing, incredible day. Welcome back to the Happy Bod Squad pod. It's your girl, Coach Coco, and I'm so excited for today's episode. It's long overdue <laughs> where we get to introduce the wonderful, the beautiful, the amazing Coach Angela to the squad and get to share her story and, and just her experience and just all the amazing things that she has to bring to the team. So coach Angela, she's absolutely incredible. She joined our team a few months ago, earlier this year, and she's certified personal trainer, precision, nutrition, coach, mom, wife, and certified badass. So what's up coach Angela, welcome to the pod. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be doing my first podcast. So excited to be a part of the team. Amazing. Well, welcome again. And so as we dive in today, you know, I'd love to just hear a little bit of the, of your story almost on what is it that inspired you to become a coach? Yeah. So I actually found fitness kind of later in life. I was, I was never an athlete growing up, never played any sports, never really tested myself physically for most of my younger life. Um, and then when I started working out and when I was introduced to the gym, it definitely was the most empowering experience of my life because, and it was, it was an opportunity to do something that was purely for me. And, you know, growing up, I definitely had a very perfectionist mindset. I was definitely a people pleaser chronically. And so it was so rewarding to do something just for me. And like, if you didn't like it, you didn't approve, you didn't, way, didn't like the way it looked like that was fine. It didn't matter. It was yeah. just my time, my goals. Um, and it was so cool to set goals and hit them. It was so cool to set goals and, and achieve beyond them. And it really just opened my mind to the things that were possible that I never would have thought possible for myself of capable yeah. of doing and achieving. And it was so empowering because it trickled into so many other facets of my life and it brought in my life so much. It brought in my opportunities so much. And I knew that this was something that I wanted to bring to other women and other people yeah. and, and that, you know, if, if you can focus on getting strong, if you can kind of sit in the discomfort and pain for a little bit and you stick with it, it might amaze you to what it could lead to. Right. And your degree, your bachelor's is in psychology, right? Yes. Yeah. So what's, what I love about that is, you know, a lot of coaches on the team, like their backgrounds, like nutrition, fitness, exercise, science. I mean, for me, I studied communication and visual arts. I had no idea that I was going to go into the health and fitness industry, but psychology, that was one of those subjects that always really interested me in school and one of the majors that I considered, and it doesn't surprise me at all in the slightest that you would go from studying psychology to now being a coach, because those things are so similar, right? It's the human brain. It's the motivation. It's the mindset aspect. So tell me like when you were in school and studying, what did you, what did you want to be kind of when you grew up and what was it that was like, Oh, you know what? actually, now that I've had this experience in fitness, I, I really want to take that leap of faith and start supporting others in this way. So to be honest, college was a very confusing time. I think with most people <laughs> who are 18 years old and yep. you're in this world with expectations, you're kind of just figuring it out. And I knew that I wanted to help people yeah. in 
in some meaningful way. And I felt like psychology was definitely like kind of going to be that common vein to however I went about doing that and just helping understand people and talk to people on a deeper level. And so when I went into school, I originally thought, okay, it would be cool to be a therapist of some sort, or even work in a clinical setting in a hospital setting, just some way that, like I said, I can just help people. And again, I was, I didn't come from like a fitness or sports background. So at that point, fitness or coaching or training was not even a blip on my radar or within the realm of possibilities that I was considering. But it just naturally meshed so well when I decided to pursue my personal training certification. And, you know, it was kind of just something I did because I wanted to learn more about it. Not even so much like, oh, this is going to be my next career. This is, yeah, my, this is going to be what I do for the rest of my life. It was just kind of like, I want to learn more. So I'm going to get the certification and see if mm-hmm. I can help myself possibly help others. But then, as I'm sure you've realized, Jen, yourself and your experience, like, Training and coaching goes so far beyond biomechanics. Yep. And- <laughs> so it definitely made me tap in and appreciate the studying that I did do with psychology. Right, exactly. Especially when it comes to transformation, like, you know, there's only so much you can learn about the mechanics of doing a perfect squat, right? There's only so many things about macros that are important for you to know from an education standpoint. But for a lot of us, it's not just knowing the strategy to do, it's having the mindset and mental resources to either implement the things that will support your journey or stop and pause the things that are not supporting your journey. Right. And, you know, cause I think about, cause we're similar in age. I think about the time when we were in college, online coaching industry, at least I didn't know that it existed. I mean, even after graduating and knowing that I wanted to help people with their physical transformations, I remember getting almost like headhunted by a gym. Like they slid into my DMs and they were like, Hey, come work for us. We'll pay for you to get certified. We'll figure this out. Like we'll do all these different things with you because of your audience. We want you to come work at our location. And I was like, you know, that yeah, I'd be super excited to help people, but I feel like I have so much more to offer than just the physical side of things. Like I would want to work with people on nutrition and mindset and not just the fitness. And that was too late 2017, early 2018. I didn't even know that online coaching existed, but it was taking that opportunity, going there and meeting them in person and then meeting someone who is doing online coaching and being like, Ooh, what is that? How do I help people? Not just within a 10, 20 mile radius. How do I help people? nationwide. And so tell me or tell the squad, I guess a little bit more about your personal background in health and fitness as well. Yeah. So like I said, I got certified in personal training through the National Academy of Sports Medicine, pretty much right out of college when I found lifting and started going to the gym regularly. Like I said, it was just a way to learn more. At that point, I also hired a coach because I was preparing for my first powerlifting competition. So that was kind of great. I doubled down on my education kind of in that moment, like hand on in the gym with a real coach, applying it at the same time as I was learning it. Uh, I then went on to obviously realize how important of a part nutrition plays in it. And you can be doing all the reps, you can be doing all the sets and you can be hitting those workouts, but 
that nutrition piece is key for transformation and to support the work that you're trying to do in the gym and to get those gains and to get stronger, whatever it is. So I then pursued um, the certification in fitness nutrition through NASM as well. And then it went on to get the nutrition coaching certification through precision nutrition. Yeah. So just trying to learn as much about nutrition so that I could apply it selfishly to my own goals, but also, <laughs> you know, again, right. my coaching was still kind of online coaching was not really a thing. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really clear how that would be applicable from a career standpoint. Right. But getting those certifications taught me a lot and also working one-on-one -on -one with a coach in the gym. And at that point, I had also decided to compete in bodybuilding yes. immediately after. So I hired a nutrition coach, an online nutrition coach, and that's what kind of opened the door for me and made me see what was possible in this industry. Right. And I mean, you've been coaching now for, what is it, eight years? I think. Eight years now, yeah. yeah. You see, you've been coaching for over eight years, which just shows your true passion, right? Because I, my, in my experience, a lot of coaches, they always, we always start out with that curiosity of how can I learn this stuff to benefit me, right? Because we are curious, how do I create this transformation? How do I focus on my health? How do I feel like that best version? And then you go through such a significant, empowering, exciting experience that you're like, holy crap, maybe I can help other people feel as good as I feel. Right. And so after being a coach for these past eight years, what is your favorite part about coaching? Definitely meeting people from all walks of life all over the world that I otherwise would not have the pleasure of meeting. It's just so cool yeah. connecting with other women who are like-minded trying to make this amazing change to their lives. And <laughs> I love, I think the most gratifying thing is to watch. I mean, obviously the physical transformation is huge. That's why they're there. And it's awesome to see people hit their goals, but just like the mindset wins and just like ending that narrative of that toxic diet culture of restrictive dieting, hating your body, constantly feeling the need to, you know, diet down, diet down, do more cardio, you know, seeing it end and then seeing it trickle down to their kids, their family, their friends, and just seeing yeah. what a big impact that can make in yeah. their community, in their corner of the world. It's just, it's so amazing because I think growing up as women in this society, it's just like, it, it needs to end. <laughs> there needs to be yeah. a better way. And to see women reaching for that and being successful and then sharing it with others, it, it's such a cool thing to watch. Absolutely. And for you, right, we do have this trickle down effect, right? Where it's like when we're transforming our life, we're also transforming the lives of those we talk to every single day, our family, our friends, our coworkers, our peers, our entire community. And what's your experience, you know, been like as a mom going through this process and continuing to prioritize and focus on your health? That has been surprisingly, you know, as a competitor, I've always kind of like put that on a pedestal as something I'm really proud of. Yeah. But definitely, you know, going through this drastic change in my lifestyle of becoming a wife and becoming a mom and still prioritizing my health and wellness to a degree mm -hmm. and then seeing it translate 
to my daughter and how she talks and how she acts yeah. has been so rewarding. And I'm by no means going as hard and going as intense as I used to. Sure. You know, she, she's not seeing that part of me. She's seeing a, like a very scaled back version of that. Mm-hmm. But still like hearing her say things like, I didn't get my protein today. What's the protein? We got to get a protein. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, got to work out. Are we going to the gym today? Is mom at the gym? Is dad at the gym? We got to go for a walk. You know, just like hearing her say these things and knowing like how different it was from how I grew up of just like the constant need to be thinner and be smaller, but no education and no talk about how to do that in a healthy way. Yeah. It's just so cool and so gratifying to see that now in my daughter and just see how that conversation has drastically changed just in our family. Yeah, absolutely. Getting to be that positive role model, right? Installing those healthy, balanced habits and also mindsets. Because, you know, I think a lot of our challenges get passed down generationally right? We get our health habits from our parents. They got it from their parents. And we also get our mindsets and stigmas. And it's, it's, it's not our parents fault, you know, like they're not intentionally giving us these body image issues, or they're not intentionally misguiding us on what a healthy amount of calories is per day. It's misinformation that they were once fed and, you know, consumed. And so it's so special to kind of get to break that chain and be the positive role model and be like, teaching your kid about protein and fitness and workouts and, you know, body image and positivity and all those different things. And exactly like you said, right, your routines look different now than they did before. And that's okay. And kind of accepting this is all part of my journey, because sometimes I think we can get really demotivated, right? If we're not working at the same capacity as we once were, but your lifestyle is completely different. And, you know, for anyone, whether it's starting a family, whether it's starting a new career, whether it's moving to a new city, you need to kind of give yourself that permission slip to have a different lifestyle and be okay with that at the end of the day. And, you know, I know you've been a coach for the past eight years and, uh, you know, what I want to know though, is obviously the happy bod squad is the best program and community that you've been a part of. Um, but no, like for on the real, real, like what is your favorite part about being within the happy bod squad community? I love the community because truly everyone that I've met has just been so welcoming and warm and kind to each other as well as to me face to face. But I love that the conversations that we're having are not just about counting calories and the workouts that we do. And obviously that's a big part of it. Anytime you're talking about body transformation, but it really is that implementation and how people are successfully creating these new habits and maintaining these new habits and talking about their bodies and talking about their wins and celebrating themselves and celebrating each other. I think it's so important to see beyond the scale and see beyond the inches lost and truly embrace this journey and the fact that we're all in this together, just trying to lead healthier, happier, better lives. And whereas it can be a very isolating process sometimes if you don't have people behind you supporting you, you know, happy bod squad is here. The other coaches are here. 
And it's such a holistic approach to health and wellness. And it's a safe place where you can struggle, you can make mistakes, you know, and you can still show up and, and be embraced and celebrated all throughout your journey. Yeah, absolutely. I love the phrase, or I love telling clients like in the Happy Bond Squad, we're all struggling, but we're struggling together in the right direction, right? <laughs> like you're not going to have a perfect three months, six months, 12 months. Like that's just not the reality of how things go. Trust me, if we could force you to have a perfect six months, I totally would, because I would love to see that for you. And the reality is that we are all human at the end of the day. And just like you said, the community, in my opinion, which is a little biased, but it's just unlike anything else that's out there. And even just for me, logging into Slack on the Happy Bot Squad and seeing clients, supporting clients, seeing coaches come together collectively as a team, just seeing how we're all just committed to this mission and this vision of an empowered generation, right? It's just one of my favorite things. And so, you know, for you, almost what advice do you have for clients who are struggling to stay consistent with the many demands of this program? Because while this program is amazing and incredible and all these different things, sometimes it can feel really overwhelming. It can feel like they have a hundred things to do. So what advice do you have for that client who is struggling to stay consistent with everything? Yeah, it's funny. I actually just had this conversation on a one-on-one before this <laughs> client who was definitely, you know, she admitted like, I have this, this way of just thinking in black and white. And if it didn't go perfectly, then it's a failure, right? There's no in-between. And I call myself a recovering perfectionist because coming from competitive a competitive background, it really was about being as close to perfect as you could possibly be. And then I realized when my lifestyle changed, I became a mom, just that's not always possible. And it doesn't mean you're not successful. That doesn't mean that you're not still prioritizing health and wellness, but there's a different way. And I always tell my clients that so much of this process is learning how to live in the gray. So Mm -hmm. while we have this plan this perfect plan in the ideal world when everything goes as planned and it's the perfect week, everything's going smoothly, like, great, let's hit it. Let's crush it. But also don't be afraid of having a 60% day and outlining what that could look like. Don't be afraid of, okay, what does a 50% day? What does a 20% day look like? Yeah. And just not having a 0% day, you know, it doesn't always have to be a hundred percent. We're never able to do a hundred percent in all areas of life every single day. That is not a realist, realistic expectation Yeah. So for yourself and embracing those wins and those opportunities to still take actionable steps towards your goal. You're going to get closer. You're going to feel successful in your week. And you're also going to love yourself while you're doing it, as opposed to feeling, you know, guilty and beating yourself up all the time. So I would say just be flexible and and find the other way, find that gray area. Yeah. And because that's what you deserve, right? Because so often we're like, well, if I can't do it perfect, then I just can't do it at all. Right. How many times have you heard that? And how many times have you even, I don't know about you, but I used to say that to myself all the time. Oh, I don't have time to do the full hour long workout. So I just may as well not try, or I may as well not do this or not do that. When in reality, I was really preventing myself from being able to be successful. So yeah, be willing to have a 60% day, a 30% day, a 10% day. Something is always 
going to be better than nothing. And sometimes it's really easy to have that all or nothing mentality of, oh, well, I'll just start next week or next month or after I move or after the summer or after this, after that. But the reality is, and I was just having this conversation with a client the other day, like the reality is there's never going to be a convenient time to prioritize this, right? Not until you learn how to make it a normal part of your daily process. And so coach Angela, I just want to thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today, for sharing a little bit about your story and your best advice for all of our clients. If you guys haven't met coach Angela yet, head over to her office hours, say hi, give her some love, send her a shout out on Slack. We love to see it. And in the meantime, squad, always, always, always remember that the best is yet to come.